get back up in this motherfucker for the one nine, the dub zero, you dig? You know, I make it hot, you know what I'm saying, with the bitch. She always ask me why not, but I tell her why stop, you dig? Smooth as snake skin on a $500 brim, you know, I tell her, oh, I'm in a win, you know what I'm saying? You know, stopping to the clock. Fresh off the pulpit, preaching, collecting my offering. 28 for Curtis, I'm back out there often. Vamping, my real down bitch, yeah, I'm amping. She keeping the dicks up, so that's who I'm stamping. I'm polished, just raise your cups up when the God hits. The B-I-G-P-I-P when I'm heartless. The cool, not romantic, slick, good in my marriage. Flair with the damn wrists, I whip up the ham shit. I keep my hoes All right, you guys. I guess it's time for me to do a solo episode, so here we go. Alright, my name is Charles Ochia Abankwa. I also go by Sir Chuckus, Sosa Godfrey, um, a few other names with a shout out to Amira Till. I think her and uh, Danae gave me the name Chucky Banks back in the the 10th grade. Um, but yeah, that's who I am. Um, I sit across from Mook and to the side of Omatic Soundman, and I do a podcast that you may have heard of. It is called High Codes, the podcast. Um, by this other thing called Hazy Thoughts that you may have heard of. Um, let me give you a quick background of how we got here. So, me, I listen to myself. Well, Maddie got some new things going on, so we're gonna we're gonna see some things. I'm about to say you got a big head because I had to put the headphones. I had to, you know. I'm just saying, I had it just the phones. Just, just put it out there. All right. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Sound like in the studio, a little booth. Booth boys making noise. All right. So, what did I say? All right. I was saying, how we got here? Um, Hazy Thoughts. Well, before Hazy Thoughts, uh, Charles Ocher Abanqua, who's me. Um, I was born in a place called Washington, D.C., District of Columbia. I was born in a hospital called Washington General Hospital. is no longer here. Um, my mother's from Ghana. My father's from Ghana. How did those two people end up in Maryland? I don't really have a great answer for you, but um, they ended up here. Um, they used to live in Baltimore. Then they ended up in, like, D.C. or something. My mom had a best friend named Mona Lisa. My godmother, rest in peace. And apparently she was the reason why I was born in D.C. Because I was my mom's friend and I guess like she had to take my mom to the I don't know the logistics, but I was born there. Washington General Hospital is no longer a hospital. It was a homeless shelter for a bit. And then they shut that down as well. So practically, I don't know what that hospital or location or building is right now but shout out to them i'm sure there's a lot of good people who worked or were born and all that good stuff after i was born i moved to riverdale or like after they left the hospital they lived in riverdale so i lived in riverdale so if you ever heard an episode where we're talking about pg i talk about like northern pg a lot and like riverdale riverdale boys that's my home from like 
the day of birth until I was like 11, like 10, 11 years old. So I got a lot of love for Riverdale. Shout out 64th Avenue, gang, gang. I never went to Templeton Elementary School, but that was the local elementary school and William Wirt. And I used to play a lot of times on those fields. So I got a lot of love for them. Parkview Gardens. I spent a lot of time doing bad shit as a kid there. So I got a lot of love for that place as well. Um, when my parents were like, no, not my parents, when I was 10 or 11, my parents moved to a place called Largo, Maryland. Now, let me paint a picture for you guys. It's like 2000, it's like 2001, 2002. And like all these black people are getting money. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened, but everybody's getting money and everybody's buying a big ass house. Like anybody, no, no funny shit. Almost everybody I knew I'm talking all types of black people, rich black people, poor black people, black people who came from Africa, black people who came from the Caribbean. Like, almost everybody I knew during this time, people were buying homes, like, and really nice homes in parts of, like, the county where you was like, oh, shit, you go out there, like, for a long time, we ain't go out Bowie. Bowie was just, like, out of our jurisdiction, like, nah, 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 that's too far. Shout out, like, uh, Prince George's Plaza, if you know, you know, like, that's, that's the side of the world I used to live on. I did not used to live on the... Like, we go into Annapolis, small Bowie Town Center side, like, two different worlds. But, like I said, around 2001, 2002, all changed. Um, we all started coming around this way. And, uh, yeah, that's when my parents moved to Lake Arbor. And, um, yeah, lived in Lake Arbor for going on, like, how old am I, 27? So, like, 16? Yeah, like, 15, 16 years. Wow, damn. I lived in Lake Arbor for a long time. Um, so, yeah, so then I went there and I went to a school called Lake Arbor Elementary School. Now, prior to going to Lake Arbor Elementary School, I only went to Catholic school. I went to this school called St. Bernard's. It was a great school, great education, great people, great discipline. All that good shit that you think of Catholic schools in the late 90s and early 2000s. It was all that good shit. I, I lucked up because the year before I got there, they stopped having nuns. So, like, I went there and I got there in 97. 96 was the last year. Like... I'm I'm that old now where I could be like 97 and still have a frame of reference. Like dead ass kindergarten was 97 for me. So I might be young to some of y'all, but like I'm dead ass that old, like 97. That's a whole nother thing. But um, so yeah, I stopped going there when they had nuns and it was really cool. Um, <laughs> I used to go. So my father is is like Catholic, but my mom, she's just Christian, like um, Presbyterian, whatever the fuck the domination, denomination, I don't know what that is. She's not Baptist, but like, if you African, you know, like they'd be Presbyterian and all that other shit. Um, so like my father was big on like, oh yeah, you could do this shit. Like, you know, go to mass and all that other shit. My mom was not fucking with it. She was like, what is this? This is, uh, but you know, you know how African people be. So I did that for a while. And I actually like, uh, I actually like St. Bernard's. St. Bernard's is one of a good time in my life. Um, I feel like I know how to communicate with people now. Largely because of those lessons I learned there. It's like this school that's in, in the middle of like this black and Hispanic neighborhood, but it was endless white people. Now, th like I said, this was like 97 to, to like 02, like during that time. Still endless white people at this school in a very like multicultural neighborhood. Um, and I feel as though like having to deal with that, like, you know, you go to school with all these white kids and then you just go to your neighborhood, all these black people, Spanish people, you like, you turn to you. I, I think you tend to learn how to deal in between worlds and like certain things go here, certain things don't go there, just that type of thing. So, like I said, we moved to Lake Arbor. We moved to Lake Arbor, and I'm going to Lake Arbor Elementary School, and this is what you call a culture shock. Now, I've 
there were always black people in my class. So it's not like I was going to a time where I was just now seeing black people. But this was the first time it was only niggas. And I don't mean that just like black, like niggas, but like this was only black people. I, I can probably count from like fifth grade through seventh grade when I went to public school. There, I could count probably like on both hands the number of white classmates or people I would see frequently between Ernest Everjust and Lake Arbor Elementary School. Like dead ass, like 10 white people. So it was just a, a full culture shock of like, going from having to mingle and do things with white people and white kids to not seeing white people at all and not having to think about them at all. So I would say that this stage in my life between like uh, fifth grade to seventh grade to the end of seventh grade is when I was at my most rambunctious. I would say this is when I was just doing shit because I could do it and because I used to live close enough to these schools so I was a walker. So there was no bus. There was no, like, my parents didn't drop me off. They were like, they woke me up from school and was like, leave the house. So I would meet up with people in the neighborhood and just do a lot of debauchery. Like, a lot of my my fifth grade through seventh grade life is debauchery when I really think about it. I spent a lot of time at, like, Arbor Recreation Center. Shout out to Miss Anika. She looked out crazy. She got me, like, my first, first real job. Um, had a lot of good times. Y'all remember rec parties? Let me talk to y'all about rec parties, man. So this is like 02. This is when chicks used to wear the little, uh, the matching jumpsuits. Like they had like the pink joint or the purple joint. Bro, just know that was an error, bro. Lovers and Friends, shout out to that song. Lovers and Friends, that is a great song. And obviously my rec center song that holds dear to my heart. So shout out to rec center parties. If you ever been to if you ever been a real one in PG, you've been to multiple ones. C Pleasant, I've been to I went to a rec center party at C Pleasant. I've been to a rec center party at John E. Howard. I've been to some rec center parties. So shout out to some rec center. The rec center parties are quality part of your childhood establishment in the PG County. Um Whatever the fuck we call in this. Oh, you never, you never did the rec parties? No, I was there. No, I was about to say, if you, niggas was at the rec parties. Like, Aubrey used to do it big. Like, Aubrey used to do the joint super big. One rec party, niggas was wrecking out there and they maced the whole thing. Bro, I was about to say, I was. Uh, childish, childish behavior. Um, But yeah, so, um, seventh grade ends and I did something really stupid in like the last, um, Part of my seventh grade year, so I got suspended from school. Did not tell my parents. My sister held it over me, but my father was like, he didn't like my, my behavior, so I was switching schools, and he made me go back to St. Bernard's in the eighth grade. I remind you, I live in Lake Arbor, Largo now. St. Bernard's is in Riverdale. I'm in the eighth grade, I'm like 13. So here's the game plan. I have an uncle who lives in Riverdale. He lives in um, Auburn Manor Apartments. First part, first part of my school year, I'm staying at my uncle's house. Now, this is a big brute uncle. I don't, I don't, I like him now. He's a funny guy now. He's he's mad Republican, so you can you can only imagine what type of man I'm dealing with. Like, he's like, he's like six two. He's just, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. He's he's always been this type of way. But you know, he's my uncle. You know, drunk uncle in your family. You know, he lame. You love him the same. So you know. That's that's what it was. So he was he's really with the shits and put it like this: living with him for half a year 
no it just wasn't it wasn't it so i did that for like up until about the christmas and i was like come on parents like you guys got to take me to school like i cannot do this please my parents obliged and it was like all right so it was cool so that eighth grade year was not was 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 an interesting year i'd say um shout out to yemi i don't know why i remember this but i went out with this one i went out with these three girls one named Julia Roberts. Her real name is really Julia Roberts. Like, I still know her to this day. Her, her real name is Julia Roberts. Um, this other girl named D.N. Cherry. Like, her name was actually D.N. Because her parents had, like, six or seven kids before her. And they thought she was D.N. But she ended up having a sister. And her sister's name was Samore. This is not a lie. I promise you, this is not a lie. This is all factual. <laughs> And then the third girl was Yemi. Now, these are all, all three of these girls are friends. And I randomly dated or went out or go together. Remember, remember, remember in middle school, you used to go to, you used to go together. It's to go together. Do we go together? So we go, so I went with these three girls. They were all friends. And like, this was all throughout the year. This was when I realized that life was a big jokes overall as a whole. It was just like people be saying stuff. People were saying like, um, probably the one for a little less. Um, people were saying stuff like, yeah, you like I would never I'd never talk to you, child. I never go and then ended up going and I was just like these lessons are these are lessons I should use for later on in life. I kept those handy to me. But yeah, so every day was very cool. Um Yeah, it was a good time. I can't really remember anything bad happening. No, I do. So I'm a skinny fuck. I've been a skinny fuck my whole life. Like, I have never been, like, big or anything like that. But for, like, a two-month stretch from, like, June-ish of 2005 to, like, uh, like, August 2005, September... I had the pudgy face, and I, I was like, this is, I have a picture on Facebook that is like prime me at this time. It's like acne. This is like puberty. This is really bad. Like, I look kind of fat, and I was really disturbed. Like, in retrospect, I look at this picture, and I think to myself, how did Lloyd Foster, because Lloyd Foster's in the picture too, how did Lloyd Foster allow me to do this, and how did my parents not stop me? But that's neither here nor there. So, eighth grade finishes, da-da-da. We go to this high school thing. Um, I started high school at this school called St. John's College High School. Ask me why did I go there in retrospect. Like, at 27, there was no reason. I did not need to go to that school. I should have took my ass to Flowers off rip. But my dumb ass was like, I fuck with the Catholic school, so I'm going to go back to Catholic school. And don't get me wrong. St. John's College High School was a really cool, was a really cool school. I met some really great people. Shout out to Yair. Shout out Sydney. Shout out Dewan. Shout out Joe Tate. Shout out Stephen. Th- like I, I met some people that to this day I still, I still bang with, still bang with heavy at that. But it just, it just wasn't the place for me. Like in retrospect, who I am today, like doing that bid there wasn't worth it at all. I could have been, I could have just saved my parents like ten G's. And I could, yeah, I could have saved my parents. Retrospect, I, I could have saved my parents 10 G's, but I will say that was my first time since I remember being a child where I was like in DC. Like I spent time, you want this pen? I spent time in DC a lot during that time because 
this some of the stuff that happened with my godmother. So she didn't live in DC for quite some time. So I just after she left there, I did not go back. So having to be going to school, going down from Largo Town Center to Farragut North every morning. Yeah, just hold the button. Largo Town Center to Farragut North every morning was just like, yo, what the fuck? And like you just sort of like this is another time where I just started seeing like, oh yeah, I get the change in like how like the world works. Like you go to PG County on the metro, all black people, all black people. You get to like you get through Stadium Army, still black people. And then you hit to like Eastern Market and then you see a then you see a switch. And I'm ta- I'm talking 06. So like 06 is like, oh, boom. You just switch over and then it's white people all the way up until Metro Center. Then you switch, you get on the red line. Then you see nothing but white people. Then you going towards Shady Grove, I, I believe. And it's just like, you learn, I think you learn a lot of things doing stuff like that. So while I did not fuck with going to that school, having to go to that school, I think also helped me see the world in a different way. But like I said, wasn't with it, had to get back to flowers or had to get back to public school. So I begged my parents, in particular my father, he was like, all right, as long as you get good grades, you can go to flowers. All right, so I go to Flowers. Um, Flowers is very chill, but everything, remember when I said it was just niggas, like between fifth and seventh grade at Lake Arbor and Ernest Everjust? Well, let's let's ramp that up times two. Like, my first week, 10th grade year at Flowers, the ultimate fight happened. When I tell you the biggest brawl, I promise you, like, this is no gas. The biggest brawl I think you would have ever seen in a high school happen during this first week of 10th grade year at Charles Herbert Flowers. If anybody, if anybody went to that school that year from, what was that, 07, 08? If you went to the Flowers, 07, 08, first week, you remember this fight between Glen Arden and Chapel Road. Chapel Road. Road. It was Chapel Road versus Glen Arden. And because Glen Arden had everybody basically from, it was a Glen Arden school, like Glen Arden people actually went to Flowers. Since they had everybody at the school on their side, they had niggas from Seat Pleasant on their side. They had niggas from Palmer Park. Bro, it was literally like seven hoods against like six dudes from Chapel Road. And I'm not lying. Like people kicked in people's car mirrors. Administrators were like, when I tell you a brawl, like, listen, this shit. Hey, you remember Infinity Wars, the that final fight scene? <laughs> Think of Infinity Wars, but with no direction. Like, no one knows why they're fighting. They're just fighting to be no fighting. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, there's no Thanos. That's the lucky part. Like, if there was a, if there was a Thanos, bro, that shit would have got hectic. Shit, but it was. A, it's like three niggas who, if I could, I can't think of this other nigga name, but I know this one nigga named Jerome from C Pleasant was. Was knocking niggas out like Jerome just boom, boom. I was like, Jesus Christ, shit was wild, bro. But like I said, shit was crazy. Bro, I was about to say the second floor, Glen Arden, Glen Arden was on one side, Palm Park was on the other side, and they had a beef at a little bit during that school year, and niggas would meet in the middle and get it in. My man, Ant Bone. Crushed this dude Jason, who was also the homie at the time, just crushed him in the uh in the ROTC hallway. Book was there, had a front row seat, seen the shit. Nigga, shit was lit. Oh my bro, like that year was wild, like a wild, wild, wild year. But it was a good year, fun year. Um, 11th grade, you know, we finished that year, whatever. 11th grade comes and it's turn up time, like. All right, 
So let me explain something real quick. Lloyd Foster, my cousin, and his two friends, uh, Curtis Lampkin and this other dude, Phil, they were basically the people who I was like looking up to in high school. So whatever they did, I did. And my thing about Lloyd is, Lloyd is the coolest nigga I've ever known. And I say that because this. This nigga could be in any room. I'm talking about he could be in a room with the goons. He could be in a room with the athletes. He could be in a room with the artists. He could be in a room with the girls. And, and people fuck with Lloyd. Ain't nobody want beef with Lloyd. No, like, this nigga could maneuver. Like, we were... This nigga took me to my first go-go, for real. He took me to, like... I don't know if y'all remember, Zanzibar used to have team parties. Like, legitimate team parties on Sundays. Um, like, Sundays, like, of a holiday weekend. My nigga Lloyd... My nigga Lloyd had me in all them joints. And I used to be like, damn, like, I just didn't realize, like, one person could do... Like, like I said, this is my... Cousin. Like, I've known him whole, basically my whole life. PG-ass nigga, like, he, he live in Perrywood type shit. I live in Lake Arbor. So, like... I know his world, but this man could maneuver in any world. So basically, he's two years older than me. So all throughout high school, like ninth and tenth grade, I still be with him. He got a car, boom, 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 ride with him. This nigga go to school. He don't just go to any school. This motherfucker go to school in the fucking sticks of Pennsylvania, St. Francis, like way, way up there. So this is the first time in a long time I ain't got like no big person to be like, oh, yeah, let's be out. Let's do this. Let's do that. So 11th grade turns the fuck up. That summer, that 10th grade summer, bro, this motherfucker Lloyd set me up for to just to have the time of my life, like parties. Yo, I went to so many MoCo house parties that summer. Like, all right, I think I could, I think the, I think time is up. Um, what's the thing called? Like, uh, statues of limitations up. Yo, we went to this one party and we stole this laptop off the strength that, off the strength that, Curtis Lampkin as a wild boy was like, let's do it. And, we, and me and Boog were like, sure, why not? We'll help. So the thing is, we went to a party, talking to the DJ. He got two laptops and he doing this thing. Curtis like, man, he not using the second joint. Let's try to get it. I was like, bro, we can't just take it because if we take it, they going to beat the shit out of us. Like, he like, oh, you right. He's like, all right, so this is what we're going to do. Your man Curtis turned into fucking... I don't know who he was in like two seconds concocted the crazy plan. This was the plan. Lloyd and Lloyd and Ernest, Ernest was here. Lloyd and Ernest were going to be outside playing lookout, like sending us a signal if we needed help. Me and Mook were going to go to the DJ and talk, him, talk to him and basically like, hey, you know, get him off, catch him off guard. Curtis was going to sneak over, take the laptop and then try to get out. Me and Mook go to DJ. Hey, bro, you been killing shit tonight. Yo, we trying to have this party. You trying to fuck with us? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, we just started this thing. Cousin's feeling us. He's da-da-da-da-da-da. Wrapping us up. Curtis comes over. Boop, boop, boop. Sneaks the joint, puts it, like, inside of his... Not his jacket, but I forget what he's... He's wearing something that is that breaks away from his shirt. So he puts it under... Puts it under, and then... He gives us like a signal that he's good. So we we like, oh, all right, bet, bet, bet. Finish talking to cuz. We step off. Ernest is sick. Ernest is like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ernest is waiting. Yeah, he knows these niggas, yeah he, he's from Moco. We don't know them niggas. 
we get out that we get out the joint and we like we start chilling like we got out walk through the front and we get outside and we just chilling now and we like Ernest like come on come on go and we like nah we just chilling we just chilling and then I think it dawns on us that like yo we just took someone's laptop we should probably leave so then we like oh fuck we about to leave we leave we see these three girls I remember this very specifically we had Sky Vodka. And I know that in retrospect, this chick was lying her fucking ass off. She's gonna say, Yeah, my name is Sky. And so we ended up like pouring pouring her and her friends some shots. But in retrospect, that chick was probably lying profusely and just finessed the shit out of us. Women are good at shit like that. God damn it. All right. We did it. So back to uh, 11th grade. So my point is, yeah, those guys, as you can see, wild boys, right? They're gone. I don't have nobody left. But what I do have is a provisional license now. And this is where shit gets really icky. All right. So I used to play basketball, whatever. I thought I was good. I wasn't that good. Um, I played 10th grade year at Flowers. Played on the JV. Made it to the varsity team at by the end of the year. So I played like four games on varsity 10th grade year. Was like that. I'm gonna play varsity 11th grade year. It's all set up. It's it's right there for me, bro. All I gotta do is, you know, come do my thing. Just know that whole summer, I did not play no basketball. Like, you know, like I played basketball, but like I didn't play basketball. Like, you know, niggas go to the court short, but like go work out, go put up a hunt for what? It's girls, it's parties, like. I, there wasn't weed at this point too So I'm like Weed is about to come into the picture Like weed is literally On the verge of coming into the picture Like I may have smoked a J or two that summer But it wasn't like Oh he, I smoke weed Like no 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 I don't smoke weed Cause I play basketball Um So But I got the provi- <laughs> See I'm hip But I got the provisionals license <laughs> so it's over for niggas So my parents got me a car I remember the day It was the, like the second or third day of school My parents drove to PA To um, a call it, uh, auction Got me a 96 Maxima Joint was like $1,300 I was like Psst. Joint got tags Joint, joint work Joint start Let's go Hey just know From August 29th or whatever that third day of school was until until today as we speak my life has just been a full of just tomfoolery alright so that first part of 11th grade is when me and Market P really become like friends like I I know him from the year before but we're but you know he's a cool like oh yeah I know that nigga P shout out him I got another group of friends um this guy KK and a bunch of niggas that I've known since, like, I've been in, like, the third grade, third, fourth. Shit, I've known KK since I was, like, in the first grade. So I've known KK and his friends, but, like, we're just coming to a, a life a life crossing change. Like, they're into fashion. They're into, like, they're 15, 16 trying to go to club clubs. Like, like I said, we there's teen, but they're trying to be in love. And I'm like, I feel y'all, but that's not where my energy is. Like, our energies were just at a different place. So I basically, I don't want to say stop being friends with them because that... I, I, I could still consider ourselves friends So like We just changed Like our friend group Sort of mingles out And I start hanging with P Heavy Now P is my guy Like Very quickly He's my guy And his time His girlfriend Is one of my good friends too So it's perfect It's like Yo My homeboy 
is my man's and he home and his girl is my home girl too. So it works out. Like we could chill, we could do all that, boom, 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 boom. Like I said, me and him get really active, active to enough, really, you know, close to the enough that he's spent a week like living with me in the 11th grade off some like, you know, life shit. So we do all that and we have a good time. If you thought the summer before was lit, no, 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 no. This 11th grade summer, this is the turn up because now I have a now I have a car. I have a job at as a summer counselor. So I get, I'm getting checks now too. Just put it like this. Like at one point, this was my life. We had the government internship shit. Shit was crazy. Put it like this. This was my this was my this was my life at one point. I'd wake up, go to uh, summer school. Uh, like I said, I worked at summer playgrounds for parking parking planning. Had to be there at nine o'clock. Right. Work is from nine to three. As soon as three hits, I'm hitting niggas like, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Spark loud. Spark loud. Let's get drunk. No, at 16, 17, let's get drunk. Because we had this liquor store. We got drive through liquor stores around here. Once again, I don't know if you know. But you can literally drive through, get a fifth of whatever, and keep it moving like nobody's business. There's, a, there's this one liquor store. I'm not going to blow up their spot, but it is in Glen Arden. And they would sell liquor to anybody. Oh, they don't? Oh, they, they card card. Well, put it like this. Back in 08, 09? Oh, back in 08, 09, all you needed to have was a little bit of facial hair, and you could get any liquor you want. I would pull up to that joint, and I'd buy liquor. I'd buy liquor. So we had a, like, what I tell you, we had a great time that summer. We turned up. We threw a, this is the first time we threw a hotel party. P had a birthday. And um, him and our good friend Sonia, they both, their birthday's like a couple days apart. P's cousin, shout out to his big cousin, she fucked with P so hard that he was like, yo, can you like do all this shit? Get us the hotel, get us the bottles, all the... She was like, yeah, I, you know, I fuck with you. All we had to do was give her money. We gave her money. Shorty buys two rooms, buys five bottles. Like we give her literally like $70. She's like, I know what to do with this. Bro, she came back with, in retrospect, cheap ass liquor. Like she came in with like a fifteen dollar bottle of vodka, a fifteen like fifteen dollar bottles of everything, and it was five bottles. Yeah, but everything else was cheap shit. But at the time, we like shit five bottles, bad. So we like it's lit. This is the first party I get shit faced. Like if there's a video on the internet where I'm crawling on the hotel floor. Walking like walking through the hallways because I'm just that drunk. Now, my we're 16 at this time. I might have just turned 17. Like legitimately, may have just turned 17 when this was happening. So that's the type of summer we had. Um, Scuba Steve. I remember we did some shit at Scuba Steve house one time. We threw like, like that was the summer of I was like, wow, we really, we really lit. So coming into senior year, this nigga P is like, we should get some ism shirts. I was like, shit, why not? Father of Banquet takes me and P to Forestville Mall a week before school starts. We get them joints stamped. They stamped the ism shirts. We wore them joints to school. Hey, just know niggas was hating. And niggas was hating. 
I was like, and at this point, I was like, I'm very neutral. I think I'm a very neutral person. I think everybody likes me. I, I'm dead ass like, yo, who doesn't like me? Like, wh- why wouldn't you like me? Niggas was hating. Like, I remember that I was, da- I used to date this chick, Mercedes Franklin. She was like, yeah, you know what people were saying about you? I was like, what? She's like, yeah, people say you gay. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, that little ism shirt you did with your, uh, with your tight gray slacks. I was like, Oh wow, it's like that. So, so I was like, oh niggas is hating, hating. I was like, you know what? I was like, this is the ammunition. Me and Pete, like, if you, if there, if there was anything that we didn't need, we didn't need to have the idea that, oh yeah, like people was on our. So yeah, that turned me and Pete into assholes real quick. And then I remember, like, a couple days later, Mook was like, oh shit, niggas did that. I, I, I need one. Mook. Mook and KD got one. So then I remember we was like, oh, yeah. So it was a thing now. Like, it was a thing. And I remember someone even stole one of our shirts and was like, threw it away or did something. I was like, yo, niggas are just hating. Never knew you got the, the gay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once, once Mercedes Franklin hit me with that, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, okay. I never knew you got the I was like, I was like, yo, that's what I, dead ass, I was like, yo, we did it. I was like. I was when I knew P. I was like, "Yo, we did this shit." Like, yeah, niggas was niggas was going to that to that length. Hey, get the, get your get your ism shirts in. Um, so that happened, and at this point, oh, I remember that basketball thing I told you. I'm completely off of basketball, but my man's father, Manny, was like, "Yo, you know, come play this AAU shit." You, I know you played before. I was like, "All right, bet." So, um. After I had got cut from the basketball team 11th grade, I went to go play like Boys and Girls Club. And me and my man Marcus randomly were like the second best team in the whole county for like 17 and under. But once again, it's Boys and Girls Club. So it was like, uh, you know, what the fuck you playing? It was some balling. It was some balling. No, no, not. But it was still like, what What are you doing here? So I remember the Parkdale coach junior year was like, yo, come transfer to my school. I was like, bro. Get out of here. I'm like, no, I'm about to go to college. I had already applied for Temple. I was like, I'm I'm thinking I'm getting in. I'm like, listen, I ain't doing nothing. Parkdale, I was like, nigga, you know what that school is? I was like, no. But low-key, the only reason why, in retrospect, if we're going to be completely honest, the reason why I was so okay with going to Parkdale was because of Kimmy at the time. Because I had known her, and I was like, we had fake talk for a little bit, and I was thinking to myself, if I go back, if I go to her school with her, shit. That that's easy money. Like I'm, that's gonna be me. Funny thing is, as soon as I like I got to the school, she ended up having a boyfriend. I was like, "What is this nonsense?" So I was just like, okay, I, "I was kind, I felt kind of hoodwinked." But I was just like, she didn't really promise me anything neither, so I couldn't really be like, "Damn, shorty." So I was kind of just like, "Whatever." Hey, In retrospect, like she had like. She don't, I don't think she knows, but like in retrospect, looking back at 17-year-old Charles, and yeah, and like how how I made decisions, she was clearly a part of the decision. But this is the kill though. Let me let me let me tell you what the kill is about this. So during senior year, I end up leaving Parkdale. I end up leaving Flowers, I end up going to Parkdale to play on the basketball team, whatever. She, she was big friends with this girl named Tanisha. And once I got to Parkdale, I knew I knew Kimmy, but I knew Tanisha through Kimmy. I know like six people here. I don't know too many people. So me and Tanisha start hanging out heavy. Like, this is my homegirl now. Like, 
What you doing, Tanisha? I got a car. Half these niggas don't got a fucking bus pass, let alone cars. I'm like, Tanisha, what you trying to do? You trying to go? You trying to go get some food? Trying? She like, yeah, bad, bad, bad. So Tanisha riding around with me all the time. We going here, we going there. You add Marcus and and Denise, we like we like a new little crew. Kimmy is not fond of it, and I was like, at this point, I'm thinking like, you got a boyfriend. What do it matter if who I'm hanging with? Let alone. The homegirl, she like, da 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 da. In retrospect, I get it. That was your friend. I just came in. I kind of like, tell her, like, steal your friend, which I kind of did. I, like, I needed friends. So I kind of stole your friend. But you didn't have to do all that. But here, nonetheless, um, we finished Parkdale. Um, we ended up playing Flowers twice. We beat them twice. Shit, shit was lit. Like, it was awesome. Like, I forgot who said it was like the 30 for 30, but it was definitely also funny. Like, it was definitely, like, awesome, like, yo, all right, so let me explain to you. I used to get high before every basketball game on my mother, like, dead ass. And I'm not talking about, like, yeah, hit a J. No, I'm talking about, like, three, four Js in rotation, hot box, fried. Axe Mook, when we played Parkdale, before the game, we went to the oh, back. Before, yeah, before we fight, we went to the back of the temps and we had a session, like a whole ass session. Niggas would be like, How do you play fried? I was like, Bro, if I don't play fried, I'm not gonna win. Like, it's not even that I could, I just didn't want to. Like, it was a certain point. All right, so I said, We's coming into this picture. So, like, halfway through junior year, I remember Andre Brooks' father, um, had like weed in his I think this would happen I think Andre Brooks father confiscated somebody's weed Andre Brooks found it and then Andre Brooks brought it back and was like yo you trying to spark and I was like shit why not and the only person who I knew who chief for real for real was Trey Burks he was the only person who I knew smoke like I knew Mook smoke but like I, me and Mook were cool but we weren't cool cool like that and like I said I know Trey Burks I knew Trey Burks is one of the people I knew from way back when he was the one nigga who I knew was like oh yeah he get it in like that nigga be smoking. So I started hanging with him way more because he he was one of the un- only niggas who used to drive to F Flowers. So me and him started getting, and then I just started smoking big gas. So basically, I'd say like midway point of 11th grade till today, I've just been smoking weed. I've taken like three breaks in the last 10 years. Twice in college during, I took like these little detoxes because I was just like, I'm smoking too much weed. And I think that's no, no, that's probably only two times I just like in the last eleven years I've only really not smoked weed like twice, over like a over a consistently long period. I can't. The last time I didn't smoke weed when I went to Costa Rica this year, I didn't smoke weed for three days, and then I met someone who had a pen, so then I smoked weed for a few days, and then and then another three, and so then I smoked weed. So then I say in the last. And then I went to Europe last year, and then I didn't. And I smoked weed in the club one night, but for the other like five or six days, I didn't. So in the last two years, I'd say I've gone. No, nah, I'd say I've gone fifteen days. So in in three hundred in like seven hundred days, about seven hundred thirty days, I've probably only not smoked weed like fifteen times. And I'm not, and I and I'm like I I enjoy it. Like I'm I'm not saying that to be like oh no 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 like. I need to smoke weed. Like, the way people need to smoke cigarettes, like, you can call me whatever you want to call me. It doesn't matter. Like, all my bills get paid, so it's just like, whatever. And I have savings, so it's just like, at this point, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, at this point, it's just like, I don't know what you want from me. Unless you just want, unless you just want to take my lifestyle and tell me what I need to do with it. Like, fuck you. Um, 
so yeah, senior year, we get back to senior year. Great times, like bro, we had this. Uh, we had a snow dungeon. Omatic Soundman used to live in this part of Bui, which was kind of the sticks. Yeah, it was the sticks. And he had a dungeon. Well, his basement was the dungeon, we called it. And we had a crazy snowstorm. A week. Just think of a week of you and your, like, six closest friends chilling with someone's grandmother making you endless meals, having you got a lot of pack, and you just having it up. Shoveling snow, walking across 450 to get to the uh, the the gas station to get snacks. Like it was some lit. Like to be 16, 17, and just to be chilling with all your homies for a week in a snowstorm. It was like mine is not having girls. Like you know, I don't know how many chicks' parents was about to let them out in a snowstorm to come hang with a bunch of guys. But mine is that like that was some like yo, this is some epic shit. Like yo, we we having a good ass time. Um, prom. Prom was very epic. I would tell you about the time that I got pulled over by the police, but I just told you, and that's all you're going to get of that story. Um, I went to five proms in the span of like two years uh, or three years. And then at our prom, Flowers Joint, I consider that ours because I had put money. We bought a hotel. That was an epic night. Mook had to drive my car because I was too drunk. We end up... Yeah, I was... I used to be an I used to be way more of an alcoholic. Like if you see all right, last week we were somewhere and I was sleeping in the club, well in the strip club, and people were like, uh, I was just like, listen, I was tired. Like I wasn't drunk, I was just tired. <laughs> like literally tired. I used to be an alcoholic, like dead ass, like get too drunk, don't even make it to where we need to go. People like, yo, wake up. I'm like, nah. So like I'm way better as far as drinking now. Isn't that crazy? Like the older I got, the better I got at drinking. Wow, but yeah, we did. Uh, we were smoke. We were, I remember we were rolling up down the street in DC. I'm like, I remind this is 2010. Down the street with our our suits on our on our hands, walking to the car, blowing loud in the street like this shit was legal. It was what a time. It was a beautiful time. All right, and then that summer was lit too because once again, car, money, shit. Um, we used to go to the go go's out 18 and over. I remember we used to go to the Icon. We went to the Icon a few times. Well, at least I did. To the Icon a few times. That's some good. I went to um, the joint that's not... It wasn't the tunnel, but it was right across the street from the tunnel. It was an 18 and over club. Went to that joint on New York. Yeah, right on like New York Ave. Um, we did a few things that summer. It was a good time. We used to stay on my block at like 2 a.m. and play music. Hey, niggas wearing hazy thoughts and ward off. We worldwide, baby. Um, and like we used to stay on my block at like 2 a.m. And like this cab, every every night we would be out there, this cab would just come down. It was like some weird ass shit. We were like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But uh, yeah, that was crazy. That that was if I had to rank my summers as a as a high schooler, ninth grade was the worst. I think eleven junior year might have been the best, followed by senior year. Cause that junior year was just wild, boy. So junior year, senior year, sophomore year, then uh, ninth grade year. As far as uh, summers go, uh, okay. Fast forward, we get to Temple. Um, I made a vow to myself when I got to Temple that I was gonna smoke weed every day and graduate. That was the vow I made to myself. Because let me tell you why I made that vow to myself. I made that vow to myself because I remember specifically this girl I used to mess with telling me that first of all. 
smoking weed, like I couldn't just smoke weed my whole life. I, I needed to like do something with my life. And that I was a small, I was a big fish in a small pond. And that's why I was act. That's how, that's why I was so like, that's why I thought so highly of myself. And she was like, I was going to go out here. And then I was going to realize that, like, like I said, I was a big fish in a small pond. So with that being said, and listen, I, I actually am very fond of that woman now. Like I wish her the best in life. I, I'm very happy for her, all her endeavors, but just know every time when I like, there's like a few things when I need motivation, I always think I'm like, damn, Shorty really was like, I was a small fish. Like, hmm, no, I don't see how small of a fish I am. Now. Like, that is like, I'm off my Michael Jordan. I got cut. See, like, I'm listen. I, I'm just gonna put. I'm just holding on to that. Not even because it's any, it's not even real anymore. Like the the anger that 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 initially came with that those feelings not even real. But I can remember how that felt, and that's just the enough motivation I need. So, sh- shout out to uh, shout out to her because she gave me the motivation. And a lot of this doesn't probably happen if I'm not motivated. Like hazy thoughts, like the idea of hazy thoughts in itself was a pushback against that. Like. Yo, I, of course I'm getting high, but you gonna you gonna you know you gonna listen to this. You gonna you gonna feel this. So shout out to you. Like you don't know it, but you've you've done a lot. Like shit, if this shit ever goes, you might get a percentage just off the strength. Um, yeah. So we get to temple. Temple's cool. Um, I the thing I'd say about temple was that it it was. I don't want to say it was a shell shock, but it was like oh shit, you're just one of thirty thousand people. Like, you don't really matter to the ecosystem here. No one is really, like... Like, in high school, if you do something and somebody does something, mostly the school knows. There's not too much shit that's happening that it's not going to get around and people going to be like, oh. At Temple, like, bro, it's worlds. It's like there's a white world, there's a black world, there's a, a engineer world, there's a, a journalist, there's a social science. There's, like, all these different worlds. And I think for the first time, I was like, oh, shit. Do I have a world? I was just like, do I, do I want to be part of anybody's world? I remember the first week, me and Keith went to like the Black Student Union. And I thought to myself, I was like, I come from like the blackest county in America. Like, why do I feel the need to be here? And then I thought to myself, it's because, oh, damn, I looked around. There wasn't that many black people. I was like, oh, shit, maybe that's why. And then I, I started thinking to myself, like, Damn, maybe maybe I'm just as basic as everybody else. Like for for a hot second, I was like, damn, maybe I just like like the rest of these niggas. I just do it. So then I so then I just was anti for like I'd say like three or four semesters. I was just like, bro, I came here to get an education. Like that's that was my thought process. Like I was like, listen, I know where to find the weed. Every every semester up until. June, the last, the last semester, the last two semesters, it was like I, I knew where to find a, a girl to talk to or a chick to fuck with if I needed to fuck with a chick. So it was never really like I had, I had everything down. I had my weed. I knew I needed to fuck with, like just to have fun. And I knew the chicks I could be like, oh yeah, you know, she fucking with the kid now. Blah blah. blah. So that was the run. Like that was the run at Temple. The run at Temple was being super, super low, like. Super, super low. Like, if, if I feel like anybody who actually knows me from Temple, they probably be like, "Oh yeah, that nigga, you smoke all the weed." <laughs> if that's how you knew me from Temple, that means I did. That means the job was done well. It means the four year, the four and a half years, because I had to do that summer session. Jesus Christ, I hated that shit. 
You know how? You know let me, let me let me feel y'all into how broke I was during that summer session. I was so broke that I could only go use the uh, the subway one way to get to work or from work. It was a decision that was made daily. So I w- I work Monday through Friday, <laughs> and this was the decision. In the morning, I was like, "You ready to walk?" Nah, I can't walk. All right, bet. Taking the train. Well, if you took the train in the morning, that means you was walking back afternoon, or vice versa. I was like, "Yo, in the morning, I wake up. I got. I had to be. I had to be at the down at the city center campus because I was working with a bunch of kids on like um, a newspaper that they were creating. And I remember, like, I wake up. I had to be there like around nine. And sometimes I wake up at like seven or like six thirty. I'd be like, "Shit, I could save some money today if I just walk." Well, we walking today And I would just Make that track And I used to be like I used to think to myself Like Dog I'm broke as fuck Like I used to dead ass be like And the thing about it was that I could've easily asked my parents for money But I just couldn't Because at this point I had talked all this shit to them About graduating About doing all this other shit About getting jobs So I was just like Listen man I don't even know if my parents knew, like, I, they knew I had a job, but I don't even knew if they knew how bad I was struggling. But I just, I just could not let them know because my parents are African and I could not have that on my conscience. So we finished that. Just know, I, and the, the crazy part about it, I wasn't even getting paid. I was, I was supposed to get a stipend. Just know I got that stipend at the end of the, at the end of the joint. It was like six weeks, $2,800. Oh. How I remember that check to this day. I was like, oh my God. I was like, yo, I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich. Oh my God, I felt so rich. So I was back home. Um I had I had the shittiest uh reporter, uh community reporter job at this place called the Prince George Sentinel. It's actually a good, it's actually a good paper. You should, if you have a chance, you should read it. This is the issue though. I I had this editor. This white cuz who did not know what the fuck he was doing was from, like, Texas and thought he was about to come in here and just be like, oh, yeah, this is P. Like, no, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. So it was cool for, like, a couple weeks, but he was a bitch, and I ain't fuck with him. Fuck you, holder. Um, After that, you know what was crazy, though? I had an internship during the same time. My man Keith told me to apply for this internship at ESPN. I applied. I fucking got the internship. Bro, I was lit beyond... It was so lit. Only had to work two or three days a week, depending on which week, because it was another intern we had off. You know, we switched weeks. And, bro, I could leave, I would leave work sometimes and just come once again. Hey, Mook. Hey, this one, me and Diamante was hanging heavy. Bro, I'd be like, Diamante, where you at? He'd be like, shit, I'm here. I'm about to come pick you up. We about to go get fried. He's like, all right, bet. He's like, you got to work tomorrow? I'm like, nah, ain't no work tomorrow. He's like, bet. Bro, me and him get dumb high, run around the city, go do, man. We, I had a, me and Diamante had a fucking run. Like, for like two years, when we was just full debauchery. Me and Diamante all up in these streets. And that, that comes to an end because... I get another job, same company, but I end up moving to New York. And I guess that is the most recent installment of my life now. Um, I live in Boogie Down. No, not the Boogie Down Bronx. I live in Brooklyn. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. Uh, I've been there for a few years. Brooklyn's chill. It's not DC, but it's not PG. And it doesn't have to be, but I enjoy it a lot. Um, 
Crazy Thoughts is now we're actually flourishing. I, I I don't know if I would have said that before, but like currently, like we got some emails recently that have truly let me know that like yeah we're flourishing in different ways. So I'm happy about that. Uh, anything else about my life? No, I don't think. Here's the thing about my life. There's a lot of extra shit that I could have told you guys. I could have gave you like the like family drama. My family, they're 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 Africans and they're crazy. So there's a lot of good stories there, but you guys will not get that. No. Um my love life is not that poppin'. I've been with the same woman for like five years, so there's that. She's a really nice girl too. I wouldn't I wanna put her name out there because people are weird and no, nah, so. But just know she's a really nice girl. Oh, also, while I am dark skinned, I may have a preference for light skinned women. So please, like, just let me let me cook. Let me cook, please. Like, I don't need your. Like, I know endless dark skinned women who like light skinned men, and I do not. I do not shame them at all. So I'm like, can I please get that same same energy? Thank you. That's all I ask. Um, also, she she's black too. So like, relax put that out there um yeah that's really all my energy i have for you guys today um but yeah this is me if i don't know if you guys need another one from me like this is all, enough i feel like you guys knew where i was born you know what schools i went to like at this point i don't know how much more you need from me i think i oh my mother's name is stella so like now you got my mother and my father's name so it's like at this point you really don't need too much more from me but if you want some more i'm sure we could do this but you know this is the episode uh, Charles Oh one more time Make sure you guys Get it right It's Charles Oche Oche Abankwa Make sure you say it You don't have to say it Like that but If you're gonna butcher it At least try to Say it with the African accent So I can laugh a little bit I don't like you Butchering it like Just to butcher it Yeah And that's it Um Oh I've never done this But if you want to You could catch at me So <laughs> Listen, first of all, I see people use the Cash App, and I'm just so disgusted. Like, it's just like this is this is creative. This is a for this is an own platform. So I feel as though like me asking here, and if I get it, fuck, remind me someone's birthday's come back asking them something on Cash App. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know my Cash App name. Hmm. Yeah, the Cash App Wars. I'm in a Cash App. All right, so let me tell you what type of person I am, just, just so you could get. Just so you can get a, a, a nice glimpse of me. I, I'm in a cash app war currently with someone because I asked them to send me a dollar a time and they sent it to me. So we've just been upping the cash apps right now. I think we're up to like 40 or $50. So that's the type of person. I don't, I, I hate tying my shoes. Like tying my shoes is like the bane of my existence. I hate it so, it's so, it's so tedious and so stupid and I do not get it. Um, sugar should go in grits. That's, that's, Sugar and grits is a thing And I remember my godmother Before her passing She was like You are a jigaboo And I was like You might be right But sugar goes in grits Um, Plastic This is my new New and latest hill Plastic straws Are garbage Busura Oh paper I'm sorry Plastic straws We need those Paper straws Are busura Garbage Three minutes Three minutes of straw I hate them. Yo, if you if you drink something that has any sort of like lump to it, like is not pure liquid, you don't even have three minutes. You got like a minute and a half. This shit's garbage. Fuck it. If you really want to save the earth, how about you do something else? Like how would you like eh, lower your carbon emissions, you know, 
something actual, tangible, like the paper straws, stupid, stupid, stupid. Cows? Yes, sir. All that beef you eat here, stop it. Stop it. I got any other hills I need you guys to know about that I need to die. Oh, Kanye West forever. How <laughs> so I should have started with that. Like, duh. Um, do I have any other hills? I really I'm really big on dying on hills. So like if you know me, that's really I will just die on the hill. Like I don't even really have to believe in it, but if I know that it will make you upset. Oh my goodness, that is enough for me to die on it. So, yeah, I'm really a petty motherfucker too at its core. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to work on a lot of these things. I, I don't know if you guys can tell by my voice, but I'm really trying to work on some of this. Uh, what else? Nah, those are fun facts. Hey, any do you you guys know any fun facts about me that I may have missed? I'm right-handed. Okay. Yeah, m- majority of the world's right-handed, so I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I got for you guys. Uh, dude, dude, dude. Oh, I once, I once met John Starks at the airport, and I had him sign a ball for me. But you know, oh, I've never been to Africa. Yeah, that's a that's a great fun fact. I'm as African as it gets, and I'm not. I don't know if I'm as African as it gets, but I am African. No, like of of course, by like, but like as African, I'm sure the Africans are like, don't disrespect us. We really be doing this for real. I'm like, relax. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, I've never been there, but I heard it's a nice place. I heard they have really nice stuff there. Like, have you seen the pictures? Like, I don't know the pictures y'all be seeing, but I be, I be getting good pictures of Africa. So I don't, maybe y'all don't see the Africa I be seeing those pictures, huh? That's what I say. Like everybody who I know who been to Africa tell me they like it. So, and I'm not one of those people who get mad when you just call it Africa because it's a lot of countries. It's just like when people say America, you don't be like, so where, what state were you in? You be like, yeah, I went to America. It's the same thing. Right? Eh, no, no, no. Up here, down there, way different. That's a good point. They're just also, well, they're different kind of races. Yeah. But you know, it's awesome. You <laughs> <laughs> you have a visa? Hey, just know I got all my paperwork, so Trump, you better relax. Um, uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, Charles. Uh, yeah, that's my episode. So, yeah. We're gonna go smoke some more now and uh Yeah, see you guys later. I'm checking hoes like a conference. I in particular, I bang like vehicular homicides and cool drive bass when I ride back. Got hoes finessing on my side. Top tier honeys, I'm taxing niggas like five guys. Five. Shout out my ladies that lay low. This one's for Zanae, E Money, and Rugie J with the pesos. I'm killing beasts till it's case closed. The strip don't move till I say so. And it's like that, you know what I'm saying? We tell a hoe, bring it right back. You dig, ain't playing with these niggas, you know. Swag splash, rushing fast like running rivers. I be that dude, say you in your liver. Will all the real peas please stand up? Yeah.